Tēnā koea, no mai, haere mai, my name is Will Appleby and welcome to Animal Matters. Today on the show, I'll be chatting with an informant who wishes to remain anonymous about what they've witnessed as a previous employee at the Northern Eggs Colony Cage Farm in Whangarei. This farm has a terrible track record. The appalling conditions on the farm were exposed by News Hub in 2019. Now, this brave whistleblower has come forward to expose it once again. Animal Matters is brought to you by Safe for Animals. We release new episodes every week, so make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or whatever your favourite podcast platform is. You can also subscribe to our newsletter at safe.org.nz forward slash animal matters. Northern Eggs is a colony cage farm near Whangarei. It is part of the Independent Egg Producers Cooperative, which sells cage eggs under the brand Morning Harvest. Morning Harvest branded eggs are found at all leading supermarkets, including Countdown, New World and Pack and Save. Northern Eggs was featured in a December 2019 News Hub exclusive. Volunteer investigators from Farmwatch entered one of the colony sheds and shot footage depicting dead and rotting hens inside the colony cages. Safe made a complaint to MPI, who took two days to attend the farm, by which time the farm had cleaned up. Despite video evidence, MPI found no issues at the farm and cleared Northern Eggs of any wrongdoing. But earlier this year in May, a former Northern Eggs employee approached SAFE with new images showing that conditions haven't improved at the farm. Again, chickens are left to rot in the cages. The informant has come forward at great personal risk, but has agreed to be interviewed for Animal Matters on the condition of anonymity. His voice has been changed to protect his identity. Please be warned. The content of today's podcast includes graphic depictions of animal cruelty and neglect, which some listeners may find disturbing. Well, thank you for coming forward and speaking with us today and to describe what you've seen at the Northern Eggs Connolly Cage Farm. To start with, could you give us a little bit of a background of your experience with Northern Eggs? I was employed by them to be one of two shed staff. And that was the main responsibility there was to do rounds through the sheds in the mornings and check your basic things, food, water, look for dead birds. And then after that, it was pretty much just cleaning. There was, it was almost more emphasis put on cleaning of the sheds than there was on anything else. And can you describe for us the conditions that the hens in the colony cages lived in? How everything, everything is controlled. They, it was right from the amount of light that they receive, the feed, the water. Um, it's, yeah, in short, it's a, it's a cell. You've got 50, between 52 to 54 full-grown chickens shoved into a cage that's got a steel floor. Everything around it is steel. There's no natural nature, anything at all. Like There's just a little plastic pad for them to scratch at. There's a little rubber mat 
where you've got 50 odd birds that are all trying to lay eggs on that one space, so you end up with birds being smothered. Um, they eat their dead mates, any dead chickens in the cages, they eat them. It's, it's disgusting. It is truly disgusting. Do you think it's possible for a hen kept in a Connolly cage to have a good life? No. Definitely not. That is, I mean, what people don't understand is that the life of a chicken that's going to live on, that's going onto a chicken farm or a cage farm, they are literally shoved into a cage at a day old. They are, they are hatched. The minute they're hatched, they're sexed, packaged up, put on a plane, and delivered straight to the farm, and they're thrown straight into a cage. All they know for their whole life is a steel cage. That is no life for any animal. Did you ever witness animal abuse at the Northern Eggs farm? Without a doubt. And it was reported, every time it was witnessed, it was reported to the manager, and it was just a matter of, oh, well. Most of the time the cruelty happened, it was normally during a a cull where they were killing off the birds at the end of the flock, at the end of their laying cycle. And it was pretty much, well, the birds are going to die anyway, so who cares if they suffer a bit beforehand. The attitude of the manager was pretty much out of sight, out of mind. As long as paperwork was done, as long as the sheds looked clean, then it was fine. What what sort of things did you witness, like... How were the, the birds treated? What was the, and the, the things that you would have to be reported, what sort of things were you seeing? It didn't matter whether it was cage side or free range. You'd have chickens that would, like, if it was the cage side and chickens got out of their cages, the guys would boot them down the aisles. Um, if, if they were moving birds, there was nothing for us to come along after the birds had been moved because they, they go into their rearing shed until they're about 16 weeks, then they get moved to the big shed. It was not uncommon to find birds with broken legs, broken wings, um, infected wings and legs that have been broken, and the bones, like, obviously, you break a bone, it's going to get infected. Um, again, these were all record, re- recorded, reported to management, and it was just the same old story of, oh, we'll talk, we'll, we'll talk to them next time, next time, next time. And it's like, well, these, these animals are suffering. We're losing, we're, we're losing birds that have to be killed because they've been injured. And it's, it just seems to be an acceptable thing of the industry of you might get, yeah, birds are going to get hurt and be killed and it's fine. So this farm was exposed back in 2019 when footage was released showing overcrowded cages, cages containing dead and rotting hens. MPI found no evidence of wrongdoing though. What do you make of this? That's because MPI is a joke. I mean that in every sense of the word. MPI don't care. They they say they do, but as long as the paperwork is done, then they can sign it off and say that they checked. As long as as long as the paper trail is, is complete, they don't care. They their idea of a random check in a shed is to walk in and check maybe the first cage. Now you got to remember these sheds are about a hundred meters long, and there is normally between seven about seven thousand birds per row of cages. And they'll walk in and they'll check the first cage, maybe the second cage, and that's it. So as long as the front of that shed looks clean, they won't go any further. And they will always give warning before they show up at the farm. 
You shared some very disturbing images from the farm, which SAFE sent to MPI along with an animal welfare complaint. Again, MPI found no evidence of wrongdoing. What do you make of that? Oh, of course, I'm not going to find any wrongdoing because I, I saw it time and time again. They send a they they send an email or a warning to the manager, tell them what they're going to be when they're coming in and what they're going to be looking for. That then gives the farm enough time to do house cleaning and housekeeping so that everything looks nice and perfect when MPI show up. Time and time again, it's the whole system, the whole chick is a joke. Even And even the manager admitted that MPI was a joke in this country. He, he, he knew how to play the game. The farm knows how to play their game. They, they know what they have to do to cover their asses. They know what they have to do to cover their tracks and what MPI are looking for. As long as all those boxes are ticked, MPI won't dig any deeper than they have to. And, I mean, this is, these are the people that New Zealand is, is expected to trust to enforce the rules that, that everyone seems to think that these farms run by. And really, they don't. Do the owners of the farm or the managers ever worry about MPI? No. Not at all. Because MPI gives warning. So it's, 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 it's a bit like a landlord. If you know your landlord's coming, you're going to clean up, aren't you? You're going to get rid of the stuff you're not supposed to be doing or have. You're going to make sure you, everything looks all nice and pretty and perfect. Keep the landlord happy, the landlord leaves, then you just carry on as business as usual. So back in 2019, when the first set of footage was released, which was obviously made public, do you think the farm made any changes? They put more locks on the sheds. They actually put locks on the sheds to keep you guys out. That was about the only change that got made. Nothing, nothing else changed. The only thing was was that big padlocks got put on the sheds, and yeah, the the workers got a bit of a growling. Got told, "Yep, yeah, not doing a good enough job. Do your job better." But it's <sighs> the thing is that they expect their staff to be able to check every single cage thoroughly and do it within a certain time frame, and it's just not possible. You could you could walk through that shed, and you could walk through a colony shed, check it, and then walk back through the shed an hour later, and you'll still find a bird that you've missed. It is just, it's a design flaw. You've got 50 birds jammed into a cage that's maybe about the length of a hatchback car, and maybe about an arm arm length deep. So you've got 50 birds jammed into that cage. You've got low-level lighting. You cannot see everything. You, It's just, it is physically impossible. And the manager admitted that as well, that it is po- impossible to get every single dead out. But as long as we got the big, as long as we got the smelly ones out, then it was fine. Our understanding is the egg industry usually kills hens once they reach around 12 to 18 months of age. Could you give us some insight into what happens when the hens are killed? How are they killed and what happens to them afterwards? What I'm about to say is fairly graphic. Normally, the, the shed staff will get the order or it'll be put up onto a board a couple of days beforehand. The night, the, the night before, the feed's turned off to that, that system, so the birds have only what's left in the feed trough to eat. 
And then 7 o'clock in the morning, a group of guys will go into the shed with big wheelie bins, and they will just start pulling chickens out and breaking necks. That is how it's done on Northern, e- on, on Northern Eggs. The guys will just go in there and start pulling birds out and just start breaking necks. And it is, again, the manager puts emphasis on speed. Not about technique or, or making sure that those birds don't suffer. It's all about how fast it can be done. Because as far as he's concerned, if the truck's waiting, it's costing the company money. Um, now, it is really not uncommon to see guys smashing birds against bins to break the necks. It's not unusual to see guys spinning the birds around by their necks until their heads come off completely. It, yeah, it is a sick and it is a horrendous thing to witness and to be asked to be asked to do it every six weeks sort of thing. I mean, it, it takes its toll on you. It is horrific. It is normally at the end of the shed, the bodies just get piled up and it's just a mess of blood, feathers, headless chickens flapping around. Um, there's been times there where guys were caught just shoving birds in the bottom of the wheelie bin and then killing birds and dropping them on top so the ones on the bottom ended up suffocating and being crushed to death. Um, there were times there where we'd load the truck up with the conveyor belt and there'd be still half half dead birds flapping on the back of the truck. It is, yeah. And those, those are the lucky ones they got sent off to be turned into blood and bone or pet food. Um, sometimes, sometimes the birds are sent out alive. That is, I guess, in some ways slightly better. But again, they're still ripped out of cages. There's no care. There's no supervision. Um, yeah, as long as the birds are in the crates and on the truck, not not the farm's problem. Because by the time anyone realizes they've been they've had broken legs or wings, they're already done at the processing factory where it, it doesn't matter. How did working on the farm make you feel? It takes a certain kind of mentality on those days. To do to do the culls where you're killing off seven thousand birds in a day, if not more, over over the period of a couple of days, it's it, it takes its toll on you. You all of my friends saw it, my family saw it. You make jokes about it. You try and you try and say it, it's part of the industry or it's just part of the job and that, but. What what you're asking, what they're asking people to do is, it's just, it kills you. There's no other way to say it, but it, a piece of you dies every time you do it. It's, yeah, it's, it would have to be one of the best kept, kept secrets in New Zealand, just what goes on on these farms. And the thing is, is that they're, they're, all in, they're all in cahoots together, most of them. They're all, it's like a monopoly of the egg industry. They don't like competition. And as far as they're concerned, they're right. And if you, didn't like, if you don't like it, too bad. What's something that you've experienced on the farm that has had the most impact on you? Something that you'll likely never forget? I can remember one, one kill. And 
to anybody else, chickens are just an animal. Animals are dumb. Animals can't speak, so they're just an animal. But I witnessed something, and to this day, it still haunts me. And it was a battery cage. And there's only, normally only about six chickens per cage. And we were killing them off, and I opened up the cage, pulled the first lot out, and there was two chickens left in the cage. These chickens looked straight at me. They went to the corner of the cage, and they huddled together. And they were rubbing their heads together like they were saying goodbye to each other. Now, I don't care what anybody says, but I was the one that saw it. They looked straight at me, and those eyes looked straight to my soul. And it was that moment then when I realized that I had pretty much sold my soul to the devil for a dollar. And I could not be part of it anymore. It, no. And like I say, it, it still haunts me to this day. Still to this day, the look that those two chickens gave me still haunts me to... When an animal looks straight in your eyes and it knows, and you, you know you're about to kill it for no reason, other than that the industry has said that it is, it is not cost-effective to feed it anymore. How, how are you meant to look yourself in the mirror? How are you meant to go home and look your kids in the eyes? Even though you're going to change my voice, I, I full well know that there's going to be a couple of people that will know who I am. And to those people that, can, that, that know who I am, all I'm going to say to them is, how can you live with yourselves? How can you keep taking, how can you take, keep taking that dollar and doing what you're doing and still have a clean conscience about it? They know that it is wrong. We talked about it many a time. And yet, I'm the only one that had the guts to to step up and do something about it. How, how do they keep it themselves? I really would like to know. You're obviously aware that um, some people might be able to figure out your identity. Are you are you fearful for speaking out? Yes, absolutely. I am. I have. I am going up against. Uh, industry, not just one farm, but the industry. Now, the last time to touch base on the last time I paid this farm a visit, the industry, they all, all the farms came together <clears throat> and pretty much comforted Northern Eggs and said, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. We, we know the truth. We, 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 we work in the industry. It's fine. Don't worry. Don't let it get to you. It is definitely something I'm wary of. I have taken steps to protect myself and my family. But yes, it is definitely no industry is going to like their, their dirty little secrets being exposed. And this is this is a mega mega buck industry. And it's I'm messing with their livelihood. So of course they're going to they are going to be You've described other farms in the egg industry that come together to support Northern Eggs in the past when they faced scrutiny. Are those other farms you're referring to part of the Independent Egg Producers Cooperative? I am indeed. It's all just a dollar to them. It's, it's, it's never about the farm. It's it's all about making the most dollars they can. And and that's the. It's sad to see that. A country like New Zealand, where we were, we once were a, a country of farmers, 
we've fallen to the level of where animals are now nothing more than just to make a dollar on. SAFE has launched a campaign calling on the Minister of Agriculture to ban the caging of all hens in New Zealand. If you could tell the Minister of Agriculture one thing about colony cages, what would it be? The hell. We treat else we treat the worst people of society better than we treat these chickens that are in cages. To the person that makes all these rules and oversees it all, these chickens, for the eighty two weeks that they're kept alive, will never get to see natural daylight. They will never get to feel the natural wind in their in their feathers or on their face. They will never get to experience the freedoms that, that animals should get to experience and enjoy in life. I have I have smuggled animal chickens off that farm and then put them outside and watched them freak out the first time it rained because they had no idea what it was. Is that a life for an animal? Shame on us. And shame on every single person that goes and buys these eggs and thinks that it's okay. Shame on you because all you're doing is supporting them. You're making these people richer. That, that's all these people care about is selling their eggs. But wake up and, and, and see what's going on and change it before it's too late. Thank you for listening to Animal Matters. This podcast is brought to you by Safe for Animals, New Zealand's leading animal rights organisation and produced by myself, Will Appleby. I'd like to extend my thanks and gratitude to the whistleblower who agreed to be interviewed for this podcast, who put themselves at great risk to ensure this information is made public. Safe is currently running a petition calling for Connolly cages to be banned in Aotearoa, Please sign the petition today by heading to safe.org.nz. Animal Matters is available on whatever your favourite podcast platform is, so make sure you subscribe today. If you're listening on Apple, please leave a rating as it helps other listeners to find the show. Until next time, mate wa.